Hey sis, welcome to the When Marriage Hurts podcast. I'm your host, Ola Davis. My mission is to help Christian women in painful marriages become aware of the marriage lies our society and religion has programmed our heads with. Are you tired of marriage advice that always blames you for whatever goes wrong in your marriage? Have you attended all the marriage seminars seeking help only to be blamed and shamed for your marriage problems? Has your marriage become the source of your greatest pain? Have you lost hope of being happily married? Are you just hanging in for the sake of your kids? I've been there before. I know what it is like to feel alone in marriage, yet feel trapped by the wedding vows that I made. Together, we will discover scriptural truths that set us free from the pain so that healing can begin. Oh yeah, let's shake some tables. Hello, my beautiful sister. So it is episode number 48. And on this one, I want to talk about why divorce is so scary. That decision of filing for divorce or leaving your marriage, why it's so scary and why people who have never been in an abusive marriage would never understand why it takes a lot of courage for an abuse victim to leave an abusive marriage. So I just want to talk about my own experience. You might have other reasons why it's super scary for you. Um, but I, I just want to share with you today why it was such a scary thing for me to do. Now, I know for a lot of Christian women, the reason why divorce scares them is because they believe uh, that they believe that God is maybe going to be upset with them if they divorce like they feel like god would never approve of divorce for any reason at all i think there are a lot of christian women who hold that view but for me at the time i like i didn't even as a single lady i never really held that view i knew that divorce wasn't God's best for us but at the same time I also believe that if one was living a marriage to preserve their own life to preserve their own sanity to preserve their own soul God was definitely cool with that I that had always been my own belief, even as a single young lady. So I didn't so much struggle with that per se. Um, but I think what I struggled with was just the whole idea of getting a divorce scared me so much because I knew that my life was never going to be the same. I knew it was going to change everything. I knew that people were going to see me differently. They were going to see my kids differently. And I think that scared me probably more than I would love to admit. I knew society would see me differently. The church that I attended would see me differently. And really people might be like, so what's the big deal? What if people, who cares what people think? Um... 
sometimes we do care what people think, right? Because nobody in this world lives in isolation. We all need people like God created us not just as spiritual beings, but we are also social beings, right? We People depend on us, we depend on other people, and that's kind of important for our well-being. So when people try to dismiss this whole idea of, oh, who cares what people think? The truth is, as human beings, we do care. Even people who pretend not to care, well, let me not say pretend, I take that back. But people who appear not to care what people think would still have one or two people in this world that for those one or two people, they do care what those people think. So they might not try, they might not care what the majority of people think, but there's still one human being somewhere <laughs> that they still care what that person thinks. And, you know, that's... That's totally fine. That's just how God's made us, okay? That's not a terrible thing. Now, when we try to please everybody, that becomes a problem. Anyway, so going back to divorce, I think that was one thing that really scared me, which is kind of interesting because when I was single, I was fine being single. But I think after you get married... And you've been married for a while. Not having that identity of being a married person. All of a sudden, going back to that just feels so foreign. Especially if you live in a society where people tend to respect you. Because of your marital status. Because that was something that I experienced. I was raised in a society where women are simply not respected. And but when they do get married and it doesn't matter if you are 56 or even 25. So long as you are married to a man. You do get just a little bit of respect that you're single, your single counterpart wouldn't get as a woman. And it's, I never thought that I was someone who cared about stuff like that. But when you make that decision to get divorced or to leave your marriage, it's amazing what you discover about yourself. Um, yeah, so I was, I was scared of these things. I didn't know what my life was going to look like. Now, if you've listened to earlier episodes of this podcast, you would know that before I filed for divorce in 2021, the first time I had considered divorce and actually told my spouse I was Leaving them was in 2019. Now, in 2019, I didn't have all these fears. I, at that point, I, I had just come out of 
a terrible period. I almost, I was, I was suicidal. I almost killed myself. So I was in this heightened survival mode where I knew that if I didn't get out, I was probably not going to make it. I was probably going to die. And I just wanted to leave, right? Like I, I didn't want to die. So in 2019, when I decided I was going to leave the marriage, I didn't exactly have this kind of fears. My fear then was that if I don't leave right now, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to die and leave my kids behind. That was the bigger fear that I had then. But of course, I didn't, I didn't file for divorce in 2019. When I did decide, when I did decide to file in 2021, I think I was in a more comfortable place. I wasn't exactly scared for my life the way I had been two years earlier. So, I mean, there's really no such thing as a comfort zone per se when you're being abused. But in 2021, I was in a kind of comfort zone because... My husband still lived full-time overseas, right? He had just come to Canada and had an extended stay in Canada then because of COVID and whatnot and the fact that he could work remotely. But I knew he was still going to go back to Nigeria and only come to Canada to visit, you know, a few times a year. So I was in a place where I was kind of bargaining with God and I'm like, Maybe I don't really have to divorce. Maybe, maybe I could live like I'm divorced, right? And just live alone with my kids. And this guy would live in Nigeria and I don't have to talk to him or whatever. Um, and we can kind of live separate lives in that way. And whenever he comes to visit in Canada, I'm just going to endure for, you know, the few number of weeks that he's going to stay. And then he has to go back overseas. And maybe I could really make this work. And I think the reason I was bargaining so hard was that it was in 2021 that I really had the time to think about it and realize that there was going to be a lot of shame that would come with being a divorced woman. I don't know if this is true for you as well, but I'm telling you that's what I felt. I felt like there was, you know, at this point I wasn't in, I was still in some kind of survival mode, but maybe it wasn't as severe as it was in 2019 because for one, I definitely wasn't suicidal anymore. I was financially stable, um, but my health was still suffering, okay? Um, so yeah, I, all of a sudden I became so aware of the shame that would come from being a quote unquote divorced woman, a single mother, you know, all the labels that society puts on, on you when you're, when you, when you're in that situation. And I didn't, I just found out I didn't want that. And I'm like, okay, I will do whatever it takes to keep up the facade of a marriage. But I don't want to have to deal with this shame that comes with being divorced. 
which in hindsight now, I think it's kind of crazy, but I totally, when, when I come across other women who, who don't want to leave because they are afraid to have to carry that shame, I can completely relate. If you're listening to this podcast episode right now, and if that describes you, I can totally relate. You know, sometimes it's just being scared of how society is going to see you, treat you. Sometimes it could be because we ourselves, unfortunately, might have shamed women in that position in the past. You know, we might have maybe not demonstrated empathy for single moms because we think, well, they put themselves in that situation or whatever. And now to realize that you are going to find yourself in that situation, it can really be overwhelming. So that was what made it really hard for me. Um, and I just found myself bargaining with God, telling myself that everything I'm reading online and I'm listening to on this podcast that talk about covert abusers, I was trying to convince myself that it does not apply to my spouse. But the crazy thing was, the more I try to lie to myself, <laughs> somehow the more my ex demonstrated those behaviors. Now, this is someone that I tried to hide his abusive ways for years, right? But it was just like God helping me to really make that decision. Because the more I told myself that I don't think this guy's dangerous, he's never hit me before, he's probably not as bad as I think it is. The more I thought that, the more his mask came off and he really, really demonstrated behaviors that, Oh my goodness, I just couldn't, I couldn't lie to myself anymore. I couldn't unsee what I was saying. I couldn't unhear what I was hearing. And things just became so obvious that I was like, Ola, how did you even find yourself in this mess? Like, how could I have fallen for this kind of person? How did I go ahead to marry and stay married for a decade to this kind of human being? Like the scales fell off from my eyes. The mask fell off from their face. They couldn't hide the behavior anymore. Anyway, so that was it for me. And I think if we can maybe summarize what my fears were, it would be that I just didn't want to have to bear the shame of being divorced. Um, and it, I was bargaining with God because I figured, I figured that being, being married, staying married, even if it was a sham of a marriage, but at least from the outside, if people looked at me and they felt like I was married and I was in a marriage. Living in that sham of a marriage was better than being divorced, bearing the shame of divorce. That was, I think that was what was going on in my mind, that I would rather live in a fake 
marriage and in the shame of a marriage than bear the shame of being divorced, which is kind of unfortunate, but that's where I was at that point. So I've shared with you what made divorce really scary for me. For some women, it's it's knowing that their spouse is super vicious and is going to try and take the kids away from them. For some, it's the fact that they maybe they have been stay at home or homeschooling moms for so long and they're scared of having to go back into the workforce to fend for themselves, you know, the financial stability. For some women, it's just knowing that their friends and family might not be supportive and they can't bear just the pain of losing the marriage and then losing their family and friends on top of that. Um, for some, it's it could be that they know that their church will not be supportive and maybe they've attended this church for the last 20 years and all their friends are members of the church and they can't imagine Losing all those friendships, losing their own church. You know, for when people that haven't experienced abuse hear these things, they think it's ridiculous, right? They think one just shouldn't care, but they don't understand. I understand. As a matter of fact, even though it wasn't one of the fears that I had, it was something that I came to experience. You are going to have friends. They're not going to come to you and say, oh, we don't want to be friends with you anymore. But it's divorce changes everything. It changes your friendships. It reveals to you the people that you think will be there for you no matter what. But they find out you're getting divorced and you're going through with it. And that friendship is just going to change. So they're still probably going to be your friends, but things will never be the same anymore. And you have to be ready for that. If it doesn't happen to you, great. But if it does, just know that it comes with the territory. I'm telling you, there are friends that have kept their distance from me. There are friends that I have kept my distance from. Like they were willing to continue to be close to me, but I just, it was after my divorce that I found out that these are people I shouldn't be spending so much time on. You know what what abuse does for you is once you become keenly aware of toxic behaviors in other people, you begin to see when people take advantage of you. There are things that you would have been blind to before, even in your friendships, that becomes crystal clear to you now that you're aware of manipulative behaviors and such. So there were friends that I realized that even though they weren't keeping their own distance, I had to keep my distance away from them to keep my peace and for my own sanity. So, yeah, it's going to change your friendships, but it's not, that's not necessarily a negative thing. If you have friends that are going to keep their distance from you because you're getting a divorce, well, that should tell you something. Even though you thought of them as super close friends, 
it means there are people that they shouldn't have been close friends with you anyways because it seems like the only reason they the only the thing about you that they value the most is you being married who wants to be friends with people like that who wants to be friends with people that cannot see that you have value beyond being a married person so it's not for me it's i don't see it as a completely negative thing it's sad it's going to make you sad it's going to make you cry okay so take the time to cry and then when you're done crying wipe your face you know get up shoulders eye and know that there are people out there who who are deserving of being your friends and you're gonna find them it's okay to make new friends <laughs> for introverted people like me Making friends is not the easiest thing for us because we're like all in. We don't know how to do casual friendships. Um, but that's fine. You know, that's fine. There are friendships that I have had for many years that have been changed since I got a divorce. And I'm like, you know, that's okay. If it takes me the next seven years to find those kind of friendships, I'm in for it. At least I'm alive, right? I, <laughs> so, um, yeah, let me know. Let me know if you've ever considered divorcing your abusive spouse. What's the most scary part of that for you? What scares you about that? What makes you think, uh, I think I'm just, I think I'm just better off enduring the, this abuse than than living really tell me you know come to our facebook group at when marriage hurts shoot me a message on instagram at when marriage hurts um if you're comfortable posting on the facebook it's a private facebook group if you're com comfortable posting on there you can if you're not you can still post anonymously on the facebook group but i just really want to hear from you what makes what is it about divorce that makes it scary for you for some people it's just a religious negative connotation around the word divorce and that that takes you know to overcome that you just really have to study the bible for yourself or read resources that that let you know that well for one divorce was not the devil's idea the devil didn't come up with the word divorce or the idea of divorce it's something it's an idea from god himself um so let me know let me know what it is for you what about divorce scares you the most what about living your abuser scares you the most or makes you cry or keeps you up at night when you think about it Okay, so until the next time that we meet, I just want to remind you that God loves you so much. And he said in his word, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So no matter what the situation is, whether you choose to stay, whether you choose to leave, know that God is going to be with you no matter what. Friends might leave, families might leave. God is never, ever going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. Alright, God bless you.
Have a wonderful week ahead. Don't forget to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love you. God bless. Has this podcast blessed you? If yes, please head over to Apple Podcasts, When Marriage Hurts, and leave a written review for the show. It would be such a blessing to me to know that this show has impacted you in some ways. Also, share this podcast with a friend. Let's spread the word. Lastly, if you would like to be a part of a community of like-minded women of faith who are on a journey to living the best life God has for them despite their marriage challenges, join our Facebook group, When Marriage Hurts. Until next time, remember the words of Jesus. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. <laughs>